0: Welcome to Small Acts of Living, a podcast that helps you find balance using Ayurveda. Welcome to Busting the Myth, my mini podcast that asks why we do the things we do when it comes to our health. This week I'm going to be talking about exercise. Now when it comes to working out, We're conditioned to think that the more our heart pounds, the more we sweat, the more our legs start to wobble or our hands begin to shake, the louder the techno music in the background, the more reps, the dizzier we feel, the better it is for us. Well, once again, Ayurveda busts that myth because like everything seen with the Ayurveda lens, the best kind of exercise for you depends on your dosha. Generally, exercise should give us energy, not take our energy. And I'll just say that again because it's really important to remember, exercise should give you energy not take your energy. According to Ayurveda it's best to exercise to 50% of your capacity so basically that means until you've kind of broken a light sweat and really there's no need for more than that. Let's start with Vata, the most sensitive, easily exhausted yet the most active dosha of them all, and the one that's the most drawn to exercise. Because remember, like attracts like. So vata's elements are air and ether, and the winds of vata that are happening inside the body create movement, which kind of craves more movement in general. Vatas don't really know when to stop when it comes to movement. They have a relentless energy, at least to begin with. So, they have a tendency to do way too much and then suffer the consequences. Um, their motivation to exercise can be because of two things. One, this real craving to always feel light. So, although a Vata type won't always admit it, a lot of the motivation behind them exercising is to lose weight because they want to be light and free like the bird they don't like to feel heavy they like to feel like they can do anything and move anywhere so a vata person is usually very conscious of their weight and they will feel much better once they've exercised another motivation for vata is that they just feel like they always have to be moving they have an impulsive need to move their body more than other doshas the best exercise for a vata type would be anything grounding stretching and balancing. So things like Hatha yoga where you're rooted to the mat, swimming, walking in nature, Pilates or a softer strengthening class. Exercise that throws Vartas out of balance are running in cold, windy or rainy weather, which is honestly what I used to do all the time. Running for too long distances, any extreme hit class with loud techno-pumping music and somebody shouting at you to do more, spin classes where you're up and down bouncing off your seat with lights flashing or anything that's really pushing you to the absolute maximum where you're left kind of shaky or even maybe feeling a bit sick or dizzy afterwards so like i said before if you're shaking and your legs are buckling after a workout and you're feeling a little bit dizzy and you might have to hold on to something some people kind of feel like they've done a really great job and they're really happy and they think oh i've done a really good workout but actually that is Vata in the body that's become imbalanced and it's literally screaming at you to say stop. So if you are getting to that point on a daily basis with your workout regime and you are a Vata type, please, I'm telling you to chill because I used to feel like that a lot and it just throws you out of balance. And although you may not connect feeling anxious in your mind with the workout you've done in the morning, or feeling cold in the afternoon with the workout you've done in the morning, or not being able to sleep. All these things are so, so connected. So if you are pushing yourself to the max and you're feeling weird later in the day, it's usually because you've done too much. Now, Vartas are blessed with naturally lean and bendy frames. They don't have as much fat on them to protect their joints, which is why low impact softer sports are best for them. And something like a half an hour walk would do them the world of good, rather than over-exerting themselves and depleting their energy, and taking fat that they simply just don't have. I used to be a runner, and I would run every single day, maybe for like 6K, 8K, whatever it was. And I think part of my motivation was to get into nature firstly and feel free like that bird you know just kind of get away from everything and get rid of this restless energy but another drive was that i felt that i had to be light and it's so interesting because This illusion of feeling like you've put weight on is such an illusion of the Vata mind. And I'm telling you it's an illusion because I do half the amount of exercise that I used to do before. I eat way more than I used to do before and I've stayed exactly the same shape. So if you are a Vata type and you are stressing out that you've put weight on, it's in your head. And I cannot stress that enough. Since I've been doing Ayurveda, I never ever think about my weight and I used to a lot and it is so interesting how that changes in your head. So if you're the type of person that walks down the street and you're thinking about your weight or you're comparing yourself to other people or you're just basically preoccupied with that, that is a Vata imbalance and I'm telling you from my own experience and you can change that. Now I very very rarely think about my weight, like it doesn't come into my head, I never ever care and that is totally because of Ayurveda. Now, on to the competitive Pitta type. So because Pitta's love to win and beat other people, it's probably a good thing if you're feeling a little bit Pitta imbalanced, or you're feeling like you're getting completely hot-headed during exercise and the, maybe avoid those types of competitive exercise regimes. Um, if you want to know how that kind of pitter imbalance feels in the body, then please tune back into episode three so you can keep an eye on it. And just like Vartas are drawn to excess movement, pitters are drawn to those sports where they can show off, bench press more than the other person, smash a tennis ball into the back line, and take the trophy. They love to be competitive. And they're also the ones who are more likely to be training for these endless triathlons, doing Ironmans or any kind of marathon or competitive race where they are absolutely pushing themselves to the limit. And they really have such amazing drive. So they are good at these types of sports, but they do just need to be careful because often their minds are stronger than their bodies. So pitta types can also be the ones who get inflamed much e- like much more easily than others. So if you're suffering from burstitis, tendonitis, sciatica, acne, any kind of inflamed red skin condition, then it's worth thinking about what exercise you're doing and really trying to rein it in. Because these are all signs that there's excess pitta in the body, excess heat and excess inflammation. The best kind of exercise for a pitta type is a low, slung, and mindful walk in nature where they're literally shutting off their overactive minds from strategizing about everything and anything and just absorbing themselves into the present moment or admiring the trees or just looking around them and not being so in their head. One thing that I've really learned about pitta types recently is that they are so in their head about everything and it's not from necessarily an anxious point of view, it's more, constantly thinking strategizing planning and actually that's what can really drive their imbalance so if you're feeling like that and you're a pitter it's so worth just swapping out you know your HIIT class for a really nice long walk or doing exercise where you don't necessarily have to think so take away the strategic tennis match and instead why not do a really mind-focusing hatha yoga session where you are so focused on your body that you're not thinking about the future or you're not planning anything. These are the best exercise regimes for pitta because anything where they're like using their head too much is not necessarily going to be good for them. And like I said before, pittas have a tendency to overexert themselves as well. So anything like light jogging, swimming in cool water, hiking or yoga are really really good for a pitta type. Now, if you're a kapha, you're probably less likely to want to exercise because kaphas are drawn to doing sedentary things and they're not necessarily so keen to move their body. They don't have the same drive as a pitta and they don't have the same restlessness as a vata. So quite frankly, in their mind, they kind of think, what's the point of exercising? Because they just don't have that same compulsive feeling that the other doshas have. But ironically, for kaffirs, exercise is so, so good because it really helps get their circulation going. It can get rid of the excess kaffir, the excess fat that they accumulate over winter and the excess water element through the sweat. Because remember, kaffirs' elements are water and earth. And if too much of this build up, they can suffer from being overweight or just having edema, like too much water in the body. So anything that gets things moving is really beneficial for them. That means the best sorts of sports for Kaffir are actually quite heavy ones. So, running, rowing, hit classes, and any indoor sports, especially over winter. Just like vata types, kaphas are really sensitive to cold weather and if they're in, if they're exercising in a kind of damp, cold environment that's going to make them more imbalanced, so much better to go for something inside. Even sports like hot yoga would be really good for a kapha type because it would get their metabolism going but it would also help them get rid of that excess water that they accumulate. Generally, for all three doshas, there's a, full, a few rules that you have to follow for exercise. And they are basically not to exercise straight after you've just eaten. And usually most of us wouldn't anyway because it can give us indigestion. But it's really, really disruptive to the digestion if you stuff yourself with a meal and then you go and do an exercise workout. That's just going to have some really bad side effects for your digestion overall. So definitely try not to do that and leave a couple of hours before after you've eaten a meal to when you start working out or just exercise in the morning on an empty stomach and then you'll kind of rev your metabolism up in that way. It's also better not to exercise past 6 p.m. which I know is really difficult if you have the type of job where it's impossible to get up in the morning and do exercise first thing. But 6 p.m. is kind of the kaffir time of day. That's when there's more kaffir in the world around us and more kaffir starts to build up in our body. So it basically means that actually technically we're supposed to be winding down at this time, which inevitably helps us sleep better. So if you are finishing a stressful day at work and then going straight into a HIT class straight after work at say seven or eight, that's really disruptive to our body's natural cyclical rhythm and you might find it really hard to sleep. So I remember once when I was living in Amsterdam, I did quite a long bike ride after work once. And I remember, getting into bed and I had night sweats. I was absolutely boiling in the night. I remember feeling like I just couldn't get to sleep. I had like insomnia and it's because I pushed myself too much at the wrong time of day. So just be really aware how you're feeling basically and this applies to absolutely everything. This is the pinnacle of Ayurveda. Just be aware of how you're feeling and If you're not reacting well to a certain kind of exercise, then maybe just try switching it up. Don't feel like you have to be stuck in this rigorous exercise regime if it's not working for you. Just be very aware. And that's the thing Ayurveda, exercise for Ayurveda is not just about moving your physical body, it's about benefiting your spirit and your mind as well. So try to think about that and try to. Be aware of how you're feeling after you exercise. Are you coming out of that class glowy, positive, Feeling kind of energized, which is something that, for example, I get after I've done Pilates. I feel really good. I feel oh, I've got loads of energy for the day. Whereas if I do spinning, I honestly could quite frankly collapse. <laughs> so I know for me, it's just not for me, which is sad because my innovator is craving to do it. But I have to stop myself because I know it's not going to be good for me. And honestly, the last time I did it, I I was front row in the spin class, absolutely loving it. The music was pumping. I I was like in my element I, I might even have been like dancing to myself in the mirror I can't remember and then later that day I just felt really sick and I didn't know why I was like why am I feeling so weird and suddenly I realized oh okay it's because of the spin class because I pushed myself too much my circulation was like pumping way too fast for a vata type and it just didn't make me feel good Whereas if I do a yoga class or a Pilates or I go for a walk, I feel so positive in my mind. I feel really good. So yeah, just be like very aware of how you are feeling. And the last thing I will say is don't succumb to what everyone else is doing. Don't necessarily be swept up in the latest exercise fads, you know, don't feel like you have to be doing F45 every day or like all these things. It's really about what works for you. And that's always the Ayurvedic approach. And that is why once again, it's so cool because it's just all so personal. It's all about you. It's like one diet won't work for all. One exercise regime won't work for all. One herb won't work for everybody. Like, one season suits other people and it doesn't suit others like it's just it's such a personal approach and this is why it's amazing now that's the myth on exercise busted and we'll leave it there food for thought i hope if you'd like to find out more you can follow me on instagram at small of living head to my website to book a consultation smallactsofliving.com Please rate this podcast if you like it. I'm not very good at marketing myself, but I've been told um, by a friend that I need to get better at it. So if you like listening to this podcast, please do rate it because it really helps other people discover it. And the more people that discover Ayurveda, the better the world will be. So please do rate it. Even if you want to give it two stars, just rate it. Um, And yeah, I will see you next time.